Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. I am Steven Serta, and it is not quite Monday. It is Sunday, January 14th, as the Kansas City Chiefs take down the Miami Dolphins Saturday night football wildcard weekend. It's a 26-7 win, just total domination by the Chiefs in absolutely devastating, frigid, awful cold weather here in Kansas City. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Sweeney, dominant win from the Kansas City Chiefs. Feels like we've been chasing these for a while this season. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh really never had the game in question uh and i you know i know that there'll be some com- complaints about the chiefs in, in the red zone and that was something that i put in the article I, I think they have to figure that out this week right the time to struggle in the red zone is, is over with this win but just defensively uh, this is one of the more explosive offenses uh, in in the nfl and they looked mundane you know they looked ordinary couldn't really do anything other than the big touchdown to Tyree Kill, but you take that play away. I mean, the Dolphins did nothing, right? They did nothing on offense, so it's got to give you confidence uh, ahead of what is going to be the rest of the postseason here. Uh, and you never know what can happen. Uh, and I think if the Chiefs just get a little bit better uh, in the red zone, I mean, they have everything right in front of them. I don't think anybody wants to play the Chiefs. Yeah, and we know the road ahead for the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs is going to be tough. You know, uh, assuming. Uh, this Buffalo Bills Steelers game, assuming there's not some kind of massive upset where the Steelers upset the Bills on Monday afternoon. And again, that game got bumped from Sunday morning to Monday afternoon due to severe weather in the Buffalo area. So that game will be played at 3.30 p.m. Arrowhead time on Monday afternoon. You know, yep. the, the Chiefs are going to have to put up some points here and they've got a tough road ahead if they want to try to get to another AFC championship game, if they want to try to get to uh, another Super Bowl the, the competition only gets tougher from here on out. And we talk about it every year. Like the divisional round is the toughest round of the playoffs, in my opinion, because every team that makes it far enough, that gets a playoff win, that makes it to the divisional round. Every one of those teams is a very good football team. That's deserving of an opportunity to try to go to a super bowl. It's just sometimes the, the breaks fall one way or the other. And so, yeah, you want to see more touchdowns out of the Kansas City Chiefs, but I was absolutely thrilled with this performance from them, Pete. Like, it, it's something we've been chasing all season long. Like, just play dominant defense, be totally stifling on that side of the ball and totally lock down opposing offenses and just don't turn the football over on offense. Like, you, you get right. some points, move the ball, you hope to find the end zone but you'll settle for Harrison Bucker kicking a bunch of field goals. As long as you don't have back breaking turnovers multiple times throughout the game. 
Well, that's the thing that Patrick Mahomes was alluding to after the game. He kind of alluded to it in the week leading up to the game. It's just like you've had to change your mentality a little bit this year. The offense, it isn't one of the past where the firepower is as strong. And the defense is just so dang good that if you don't make a critical mistake and give the defense a short field, more times than not, it's going to lead to a punt or at the very least a field goal. Uh, and, and you're winning that field possession battle. And so there's a method to this like that can be repeated. And I think this game against the, the Dolphins and continuing to do it defensively, uh, you did it against them twice now. And we have seen this year, Steve, uh, just outstanding performances by the Dolphins uh, on offense. And it really didn't matter against this particular Chiefs defense. So just a very impressive uh, outing. It, it never seemed like Tua was comfortable. They got really, really good running backs, and they could never get anything going. And so, I don't know. It's kind of this thing to me where you got to say to yourself, if you're the defense, we were able to do it against the Dolphins in the playoffs with everything on the line, and we were able to send them home uh, and end their season. Why can't we do it against anybody in the NFL? You know, and I and I think you got to lean into that. And meanwhile, you know, as we've said a couple times now, offense just gets a little bit better down by the the end zone, and all of a sudden, you got another. Super Bowl contender on your hands. I mean, it's defending champions, and now you're only three wins away from accomplishing that goal. And you, when you just reflect on the season and you go back to some of these losses to playoff teams, to Super Bowl caliber teams potentially, and you know the Detroit Lions all the way back in week one, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Buffalo Bills, like the Chiefs were in all of those games. And it's like if one play goes their way, we're having a different conversation about this Chiefs team this season in all likelihood because they would have won those football games. But the thing is, they had chances to win every single one of those teams. So the question has never been whether or not they can go toe-to-toe with these other teams that are, are Super Bowl contenders. It's can they avoid the mistakes? Can they, can they not cost themselves in key moments of the game and wind up losing those football games? Because compared to, t- to years past where – you could just rely on Mahomes and the offense. Okay, fourth quarter, you got to have it. You got to go get seven, and they would go do it. This team can't quite do that. So when they make mistakes, it's harder for them to overcome things. And when they don't make the mistakes, they can easily win these football games. And Saturday night, I just think further proved that. Like we know this is exactly how they win if they can just avoid the mistakes moving forward and play defense. This team can go toe to toe with any team in the NFL. Yeah, I just think it's 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 keeping control of the game. You know, if you don't turn the football over and you don't have uh, silly penalties and you don't have drops, uh, and granted, there were a couple drops in this game and there were a couple penalties in this game, but the main one is turnovers. And if you don't turn the football over, then you see what that leads to, right? Like that leads to you being in control of the football game because you are uh, a better team, especially when you consider the defense that the Chiefs have. And so they have a, a blueprint now, right? Like, <laughs> it's simple. It's lean into Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey, and Isaiah Pacheco. was really impressed with the first drive uh, for Pacheco where he had 39 yards. Uh, and the Chiefs kind of established that they were going to be in control of the game. And then you don't do the, the little things where, you know, you let the game kind of get out of your hands. And, and it, it sounds simple because it is. And I, I think Kansas City can really grow from this and they can gain some steam uh, by the manner in which they, they won this game. And so we'll see what happens here. And I know that uh, there'll be some some scoreboard watching over the weekend. Uh, obviously, Kansas City would love an upset for Pitt, for Pittsburgh to to beat Buffalo because then they would be back here next week at, at Arrowhead Stadium. But 
a lot of things can happen. I was talking with one of uh, my colleagues that works inside the chief's building just about the different scenarios. And sure, Steve, it, it is unlikely that the Steelers will beat the Bills. But if you continue to play out the whole thing, like, are we really sure that the Texans can't manage to find a way to squeak one out against a, a Baltimore Ravens team that hasn't played in a couple of weeks? And if you take care of business in Buffalo, then all of a sudden maybe you're back here for the AFC title. There's a lot of scenarios that could that could play out. So you just win win the game in front of you, and uh, we'll see what what the matchup is when we do get to to Monday and, and see the result of that game. It's, I want to touch on some of your points about the offense, but before we move off the defensive side of the ball, I just want to highlight some of the key contributors on Saturday night. Um, obviously, Chiefs defensive line was massive. Everybody, it seemed like, on the defensive line made plays. Charles Amenahu, uh, George Karloftis had a huge game. Chris Jones, like just everybody up front was, was just absolutely giving two of problems all night long. And then... Chiefs linebackers, um, obviously Drew Tranquil's been great this season, but I really want to highlight Nick Bolton here because Nick Bolton's a player that has had kind of a rough season. I, I think a lot of that is attributed to the injury and missing so much time and you know trying to get back and make sure that he was healthy for this late season playoff run. And I, I thought this was the best game we've seen from Nick Bolton in a while. And maybe it has to do with the cold and some of that and things slowing down and you know, and guys, some guys want to go out there and hit in this kind of weather and other guys just want to try to avoid contact in this kind of weather. And so maybe it, well, it did play right into Nick Bolton's skill set, but I really thought that he stepped up and had a tremendous game on Saturday. The, this is That was what, what I asked Andy Reid about after the game was just to see Spagnuolo plant because sometimes they were rushing two guys, other times three, four, a lot of mixing the, the rush plans uh, and certainly mixing the coverages where I, I think, lining up in a, in a certain manner um in, there was a moment with the mike edwards interception and, and bill bartlow actually pointed this out on on espn where uh they lined up in, in single high coverage and then dropped both safeties. so then all of a sudden Tua was confused Tua was never comfortable in this game i mean yeah. and, and he, he this is going to lead to a lot of questions i think in miami uh of again you know is is Tua the guy like that it, this was that type of defensive performance and you're right uh, started up front, uh, continued with Nick Bolton, and then secondary was great uh, as well. Uh, can't can't escape a, a conversation about the defense and not talk about uh, again holding Tyree Kill to the yardage that they did under 70 yards. Uh, you held uh, Jalen Waddle under 40. These are two really really great receivers. And if you take away that big Tyreek play, numbers don't look so good. Yeah, <laughs> actually look really poor. Uh, so yeah, it, just a, a tremendous defensive performance. Yeah. And that one Tyreek Hill touchdown, like it, it was just kind of a rough play from Trent McDuffie. Like you, you get some of those every now and then other than that, Trent McDuffie, uh, all pro Trent McDuffie, by the way, was absolutely lights out on Saturday night, as well as Legarius Sneed, who I think Hank Sneed only gave up two catches the entire game. So just yeah. incredible, incredible performance from the Kansas City Chiefs defense. And on the offensive side of the ball, you mentioned, Rice, Pacheco, Kelsey. We've been talking about it for weeks now, and they finally leaned into it. And the Chiefs' opening touchdown drive, which felt like the easiest touchdown drive that they have put together all season long. Like they start things off, a couple of missed throws from Patrick Mahomes, cold outside, trying to get warmed up. And then they start rolling, and it's all Pacheco, it's all Kelsey, it's all Rice. And that was basically the formula for them on offense with just a little bit of MBS, a little bit of Richie James, a little bit of McCole Hardman. All the other guys just kind of sprinkled in, but heavy doses of the Chiefs playmakers. 
And that's the formula. That's the formula we've been looking for forever, Pete. Yeah, and, and you can win a championship that way. The defense is good enough where if you've established that you have three weapons, finally for Patrick Mahomes, who he trusts, and you're right, sprinkle in some of the compliments, which can be a McCole Hardman. When Marquez Valdez-Scantling is a compliment and not a go-to guy, he's not so bad, right? He can make a play for a first down. Uh, you play that way on offense, you know, you do enough. Uh, like I, you know, I've said a number of times, where you got to be better in the red zone. But like you continue to lean on your defense and not do anything to put them in precarious or or bad decisions. And I think suddenly you start to see, like, okay, uh, you know, they can maybe win three more games, uh, regardless of who the opponent is. And so uh, I'm I'm interested in seeing what happens next week. It's going to be a much uh, tougher uh, tougher road because you know whoever they do play next week will have advanced to the divisional round. You know we think that's going to be the Bills, but we have seen stranger things in the NFL. So it'll be worth watching that game uh, that was moved to Monday. Uh, but I, I'm I'm excited. I mean this game invigorates me, and I'm I'm watching it right. And you can only imagine what how the players feel right now. They probably feel like the they have the world ahead of them, and and a lot of doubts. Uh, throughout the season, but I, I think it is possible for them to to do something, go on a run, and, and maybe repeat this thing. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills are a heavy favorite on Monday afternoon, but uh, come come Monday evening, if we told you that Josh Allen turned the ball over five times and the Bills got upset, like you wouldn't be that shocked about it either. <laughs> like, no, right? The variance is high. The variance has always been high with Mr. Allen. Uh, and, and because of that, you're looking for one of those uh, poor performances on, on Monday, for sure. Yeah. So we'll have everything you need to know about the Chiefs divisional round matchup at arrowheadpride.com. As always, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we're doing right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. Follow Pete on Twitter at PG Sweeney. I'm Steven Sir. That's where you can find me. We will have uh, plenty of playoff talk uh, ahead this week on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. So make sure you stay locked in. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premier. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premier is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from voices around Kansas. City. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.